Welcome to the Mamalode podcast. Mamalode is America's best parenting magazine in print, online, at live events, and now podcasts. I'm Leland Buck, digital director at Mamalode and the producer of this podcast series. Today, I'm stepping to the microphone to interview Mark Fuel, global chief marketing officer at the Movember Foundation. Mamalode is proud to be partnering with Movember again this November and helping to encourage conversations about men's health and men's mental health. Visit mamalode.com where our theme is boys, and we'll be publishing new essays all month to support this theme. Movember was started in 2003 in Australia with just 30 participants. That year, they raised no money. But by 2015, the movement had grown to over 5.2 million participants in over 21 countries. They've raised over $715 million to date. That funding has been granted to over 1,200 men's health projects. In 2015, NGO Advisor ranked the Movember Foundation 55th in its list of the top 500 non-governmental organizations working in the world. I spoke with Mark this morning via Skype from his office in Southern California. Thank you, Leyland. Great to be here with Marmalode. My first question for you is really um, about Movember as as a movement and how it's obviously been very effective at at raising money. and, um, And it's given a lot of money to research and treatment in men's health. But there's a central concept to Movember's message that silence um, has led to this crisis in men's health. So conversation to end that silence is what's saving lives. Um, so t- my question is, how does the Movember movement keep this conversation going? Well, it, it's interesting because the um, Movember as a movement really started from that place of, of conversation. The, the very first year in 2003 when it was started, Really, just as a as a as a fun as a fun party for the founders to grow a mustache and get together and have a conversation and have a good time, um, that that notion of the conversation is is central to it because it is the conversation that is changing the stigmas around the world, and I think that Movember can rightfully lay claim to the fact that uh, across the world now. Men are a they they maybe know what the prostate is and where it is for a start. Um, the other part of it is is that we're hoping that we have significantly changed um, the stigma around men talking about their health, so both physical and and mental. So it's been a a critical part of Movember from the very start, not just the conversation um, about fundraising. Um, but the conversation about uh, about your health, and it's been the moustache that has converted literally millions of men around the world to walking, talking billboards for men's health. Um, and that continues today. Um, for example, the fact that 510,000 men die by their own hands each year through suicide is something that we believe the world needs to know about. Um, and it's those type of statistics that then lead to a conversation about, well, what can you do? So my, the next question is initially the foundation's focus was primarily on prostate and testicular cancers. But, but this has expanded in recent years to include the strong focus on, on mental health and suicide prevention. So what, what prompted this change in focus? Was it some realization perhaps that 
there was just a need for that or that the platform that you'd created um, was a, a such an effective way of having that conversation? It's a, it's a bit of a combination. Um, from the very start of Movember, the intention was always that, that Movember was a bit holistically about men's health. It just so happened that... Um, um, you know, you can't focus on everything and, and a priority, the initial priority area was prostate cancer because it, it was uh, significantly underfunded. Um, when the founders started it, what, what inspired them was all of the women around them that did a fantastic job of, of raising money for, for breast cancer awareness and they discovered this thing called prostate cancer um, that... Uh, affected just as many men as breast cancer affected women, but but nobody nobody really knew that, and so it's always been about the priority areas. So prostate cancer is is still a, a, a key focus of the Movember Foundation, and um, it's expected that by 2030, prostate cancer cases will almost double to 1.7 million cases around the world. So the work that we're doing in both research and also survivorship programs through our True North program, for example, and our, our Global Action Plan, that's still really important. Testicular cancer is also really important because it's the number one, globally, the number one killer of young men. Um, and it's uh, largely underfunded because it affects a relatively few number of people now as treatments have got better. So we are, Movember kind of fills the fills the funding gap um, in, in that space and, again, is doing some significant global work. The mental health space and, in particular, suicide prevention came about um, the, the four founders had lost uh, over the years uh, about, you know, eight of their friends um, through them taking their own lives. And so their personal experiences, they became aware of the issue and then... Um, that the 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 incidence of of suicide among men are only are only going up in the world. Three quarters of of all deaths by suicide are men. Um, every minute, somewhere in the world, a man takes his own life. Five hundred and ten thousand men die from suicide globally. So, this is something that that um, we believe is a crisis. Um, we believe it needs to be spoken about. And what we also want to do is, is that we want to put, a, put a, le a lens of hope on it. So, A, we believe in, in talking to men in their own language, um, but also giving a question of hope and giving real tools that, that um, men can use. And in particular, it comes back to the conversation and we want, we want men to have a conversation about how they're feeling. We, we want men to acknowledge that significant moments in their own life can lead to stressful times and that it isn't a sign of weakness to have a conversation about how you're feeling and that you can't have, you can't have health unless you have physical health and you have mental health. The two go together. So um, we've, been, we've been involved in the mental health space and suicide prevention in Australia uh, eight or nine years ago. So we've played in the space meaningfully for a long time, um, but it's been a more a recent addition into, into other countries over the last few years. And we're now at the stage where in those countries, like in the US, um, we can now talk about some of the investments that have been made in the space. And we're working what we call upstream. So some of our programs are 
uh, working. You know, we're working with young men and young men and boys in particular particular areas. So in uh, in Canada, we do a lot of work around the First Nations. We we do a lot of work with veteran groups, but we do it in ways that are innovative and, un, and unusual and sometimes have an element of creativity about them. Um, and all of this, all of these, uh, these things are covered in our report cards on our website at movember.com. Um, but we, you know, Movember is holistically a men's health, uh, men's health cause. And so we, we want, we want men to take care of their, their mental and their physical health. We want men to talk. Um, and, uh, we also, you know, want, want men to acknowledge that um, it's okay to, um, to, to feel challenging and, but to have an honest conversation when, when you are going through those conversations and, and not to bottle it up. So talk to us uh, a bit about the role that women play as influencers in men's lives and in these conversations about men's health um, and how has Movember worked to include women in some of these, um, these efforts? Yeah, great, a great question, Leyland, because uh, from the very start, women or Mo sisters, as they are, they are called in the uh, Movember movement, so there's Mo bros and Mo sisters, um, have been a, a really important part of it. Um, we know both anecdotally and from our own research that um, women, and, and when I say women, it doesn't matter if, if they're wives, partners, sister, mother, aunt um, or friends, women are often the most influential people in terms of a man taking action for his own health. So we, Movember obviously does, does its uh, a significant part in, um, in the conversation and in providing information uh, and, and tools throughout our health promotion. Um, but we know that women are incredibly influential in supporting men in taking action. So that's been a really, really big part and, and continues to be critical. Um, mothers obviously have a really important role to play in the education and the influencing of, of their children and their sons in the future of their, of their health. So uh, the work that we're doing with, with young men and boys, we continue to see um, how important that the women in, in these boys' lives um, is giving them, them positive messages, and whether they be positive messages about, you know, conversations about how they're feeling, whether it be about body image um, or just, you know, frankly, participation in Movember. We also know that women, when it comes to a guy saying, I'm going to grow a moustache for Movember, um, we know that, that women often have the final say in whether that is going to happen or not. And um, so that's really important. And then the last part of it is, is that in general, um, women are fantastic fundraisers. They are fantastic conversationalists. Um, and so most sisters have been such a critical part of spreading the word. And, and you know, we women participate in Movember in, in various ways, but there's been some incredible examples over the year of women who are doing things like you know, wearing a, a different moustache in their workplace every day for the month of November. Um, I've seen, uh, elk, you know, uh, the Marmalade founders have done some some fantastic, you know, moustache uh, skits themselves over the years. So women are a, 
a core part, even though Movember is a foundation about men's health, women are as much a, a much a part of it as the men are. So, um, so what's new at Movember? How, how is the work changing and in what new ways can people participate uh, with Movember in 2016 and beyond? Yeah, so the work, the work is changing on the programmatic side. Um, the work is changing in that over the, the last few years, Movember has always um, funded uh, great programs and great initiatives and great research. Uh, but now Movember itself is running its own global programs. So, for example, the True North and the Global Action Plan, which is, which is part of uh, prostate cancer and testicular cancer, that's really bringing together the best minds in the world and for the first time ever creating a collaborative work project um, so that we have these, these global leaders contributing to one source of information and a, and a tool for men living with prostate cancer. That's never been done before. Um, the way that, that research traditionally occurs is it tends to, to operate in silos. Um, and it tends to be driven by particular grants. Movember has flipped it on its head and it said, we want to fund the best research and the best interventions in the world, but we want to make sure that the global community is talking and leveraging, and therefore it, it creates greater speed to outcome. So, um, so that, that, from a, a pure programmatic work perspective, there's a lot happening. We, we funded over 1,200 uh, programs through the $715 million that's been raised over the last 13 years. Um, and that work will continue. On the actual participation in the, um, in the campaign front, of course, we are in November right now. What we have done, and we were, we were talking about the role of women before, and one of the things that over the years we were asked regularly is, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Mo sister. I love supporting. I will do whatever I can. But I'd love there to be something um, concrete that I could do beyond wearing a fake mustache or encouraging the men in my life. And so that really drove what we we brought in last year, which was Move for Movember, and that is to undertake um, some form of physical activity. Uh, for 30 days during November and then use that to effectively use that to sponsor your fundraising. We had 160,000 people around the world do it in the first year. So this year what we've done is we've deepened it a little bit and we've made it a little bit more flexible. So you can move for November whether you commit to moving for 30 days or you commit to some sort of um, epic move. So, for example, running a marathon um, or some sort of some sort of active adventure, or it can be some, doing something brave. If you don't know how to swim, learning to swim. If you want to learn to surf, just doing something that puts you out of your comfort zone, and your because it's peer to peer fundraising that inspires your peers to want to donate to what you're doing for Movember. So that's an expansion of Move. And then the last thing that we've done this year that we feel is significant is. Um, the insight that we had is, is that most successful fundraisers around the world hosted their own events for the benefit of the Movember Foundation. And so this year uh, on Movember.com, you can sign up to host an event and you can use our platform to both um, invite people and then to, and then to fundraise. Um, and that's not time bound. So you could do that uh, on the, the, the 2nd of November 
or you could do it on the 31st of November. You could even you could even do it, you know, any time in December. And that's another um, way that people can do something fun, but do something. So, for example, there's a costume party ping pong tournament that, that is happening. I'm I'm hosting a trampoline dodgeball um, event. Uh, yesterday, we one of our one of our partners. Um, put on a, a costume party surfing event that over 100 people turned up to. So it's a way that you can do something fun, you can get people together, you can have a meaningful conversation, you can have some fun, and you can fundraise for Movember. So, so we now feel that we have a lot of um, ways that people can engage with Movember. It doesn't matter what gender or what age they are. The platform now really, really gives a, a lot of opportunities. Central to all of this, of course, is the power of the moustache. And so there will still be hundreds of thousands of moustaches out there. And it's a central part of our of our brand that goes through all of those activities. But um, you know, we're really excited for this year um, because we feel that, that by having these different ways of engaging with Movember, we're giving our community the the options that they they have been asking for in ways to participate that's great so uh, how, how do you balance the fundraising and the conversations about serious issues with ways that make people want to participate obviously you've been really successful in getting people involved so what makes people want to participate yeah i think at the end of the day the the movement the november movement happened because it it was built around this notion of of getting people together, doing something fun or funny. You know, growing a mustache can be a funny experience, um, and using the using the mustache to fuel that conversation. Um, you know, that's really where it where it came from. So this notion of having fun, doing good, has been a central part of the brand experience throughout. And so while this year in particular, our our campaign. Is, is a little bit more hard-hitting in that our, our central message is join the movement to help Movember stop men dying too young. That might seem a little confronting, but the reality is, is that men are, men are dying too young. Men on average around the world die five years younger than women. There is no biological reason for that. So, and we're using, we're using the vehicle of real Mobros and real Mo sisters telling their stories of what motivates them to do Movember. And, and some of them are stories of loss, whether it be friends, you know, men who have taken their own lives, whether it be um, women who have lost their fathers to prostate cancer, whether it be guys talking about their own testicular cancer or prostate cancer journey. Um, these are real, real people, real stories. And so, again, they're, they're emotive, but some of those also are talking about the fun journey that they have. So, and then when you go, if you go to Movember.com, you actually see that the the examples that we give of the ways that the people participate in Movember are really fun. So we are here to do a serious job. There's no doubt about it. But we want people to have a meaningful and fun Movember experience. And I think that the the it is our community that continues to drive that balance between the fun of participating in Movember 
and the meaningful outcomes, which is the conversations that are held and the money that is raised, and then where and then that money then being invested in in meaningful activities around the world. So, at the end of the day, we we do we do our piece to to try to make things fun. We've got things like you know Snapchat Snapchat filters for the next six weeks. Um, we have fun gifts that are that are being put out there. Um, we have a lot of fun activities, a lot of fun events. But at the end of the day, you, our community, the Movember movement, owns the Movember brand, and they are the ones who ultimately, year after year, keep doing these incredible, fun, funny, and meaningful things. And then we we just look to highlight those things. And so, um, you know, the the balancing act comes from the community. Um, but one thing is is for certain, you know, and you, you feel it even a couple of days into November, there is a lot of fun being had out there. There's a lot of money being raised very quickly, but there's a lot of fun being had as well. Well, I appreciate your time, Mark. It's been great talking to you today. Um, this is an amazing thing, uh, and hopefully this year is going to be another big success for November. Yeah, thanks, Leila, and thanks to, to everyone over there at Marmalade and your entire community. It's, um, it's a fantastic community as well. I think we, we share that fact that, that we both uh, are, are part of really important communities, and, and thank you for your support of, of November. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Marmalade podcast. We'd like to thank Mark Fuel from November for joining us. You can learn more about Movember by visiting movember.com and visit the show notes page on mamalode.com for additional links and information. If you're enjoying the Mamalode podcast, please tell us. You can rate and review us in iTunes, on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and new this week in the Google Play podcast marketplace. Read more of Mamalode every day at mamalode.com. This podcast was produced by me, Leland Buck, for Mamalode.